Happy New Year, everybody, and welcome to episode 25 of the Talking Football podcast. My name's Derek Clark, and every week I bring you an exclusive, in-depth interview with some of the most colourful and interesting characters in the game. Don't worry if you've missed any so far. You can catch them all on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, Podbean, and by visiting DerekClarkSports.co.uk. Now, what better way to bring in 2020 than another belter of an interview with a Dundee United Hall of Famer and Norwegian international? It is, of course, the man, the legend, Eric Pedersen. To say it was a pleasure to chat to Eric would be an understatement. He was an absolutely terrific guest, honest and very funny. He tells me about his story in the game from playing senior football at 15, getting kicked in the head by a nutjob Italian, playing against Barcelona, and of course his time at Tanadice, where he loved his spell so much he got an Arab's tattoo. So sit back and enjoy this week's episode of the Talking Football Podcast. Hello everyone and welcome to another edition of the Talking Football Podcast. I'm delighted to say we're joined on the line this week by Norwegian star, former Dundee United icon, Eric Pedersen. Eric, thanks very much for, for joining us. You're very welcome, my friend. You're very welcome. Excellent stuff. We'll start from your career all the way back. You are born, um, is this correct, October 1967? Is it is it Porsgrunn, is that correct, in Norway? That's, that's correct, yes. And yes. Can you, were you always playing football as a, as, a, as a young boy? I had the ball with me all the time, to be honest. And, and, and most of the people that I speak to today, they said, Eric, he has the ball under his arm all the time. All the time playing football. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, in school and everywhere. Hmm. Did you have a favourite team growing up? I had a favourite team. And um, as I remember, it was in the beginning, it was uh, Arsenal. And I switched over to Liverpool, but uh, I was very young at that time, so uh, I thought maybe Liverpool were, were the best team. So wow. <laughs> that's, why, that's why they were my favourite. <laughs> to be honest, did you, did you get to see much um, English football uh, on TV and stuff like that in, in Norway? Every, every weekend in Norway, every Saturday, every Saturday they they uh, we are uh, no other country. Uh, are uh, better known as uh, English football in Norway. If you see what I mean, that's we are born up with English football. Yeah. So uh, for us, it's it's all all the all the great players are well known in Norway. To be honest, yes. Yeah. And do you have any any role models? Any any sort of heroes or players that you looked up to as as a youngster? Uh, I would say uh, uh, Kevin Keegan, Kenny Dalglish. Oh yeah. Those kind of players, yes. And so, uh, I would say at that time the whole the whole uh, Liverpool team. <laughs> 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 did Did you always think you would you would make it as a professional footballer as a as a young boy? Did you always think you had you had it in you to 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 make a career in the game? From when I was young, I always uh, had uh, a vision that I would become a footballer. And I even put down in a wee book uh, all my targets from, you know, small targets to bigger targets. And to be honest, when I was finishing in the uh, United, I had uh, achieved every target that I put down on wow. that paper. Excellent stuff. So that's, that's something I'm quite uh, proud of, to be honest. 
Excellent. Yeah. That includes, uh, you know, you have, um, you have. Uh, I was, I was playing first team football when I was 15 years old, uh, not at the top level. Uh, I think it was fourth division, and uh, I made progress every year. So I was playing third division, second division, first division, and then I think I was playing uh, Premier League in Norway when I was around 20. I think it was. Yeah. In in Tromsø. Excellent. Uh, yeah, you played for for some some youth teams, didn't you? And then um, was a big move for you when you went to went to Tromso and was it eighty eight you joined them? Yes, it was eighty eight, and uh, my local team uh, I played for. Uh, we went from second division and promoted to uh, first division, and I had one year in first division with my old club. They are now um, a Premiership team in Norway. Uh, and they have a very funny name. They call Odd. Ah, yes, Odd Greenland. <laughs> that yeah. means something. Yes, Odd <laughs> means something different for you guys. <laughs> so, uh, so that uh, that was uh, uh, a great uh, time uh, for me as a youngster. And uh, Tromsø is uh, up north, and they had problems getting players. And I went to see. I think it was a couple of players in my team that had family up north so uh, they went to see this uh, game and uh, they ended up with uh, V. Eric and the rest is the rest is history but when you said when you said earlier that you, you were playing I know it was uh, the fourth tier but um, playing uh, senior football at, at 15 uh, how, yeah. how, how that must have been f- for a young boy at that age I mean that's it was, re- it, it, was it was not allowed in that uh, time <laughs> so they, had, they, they had to ask the, the football association uh, if if it was okay for them uh, and fine for me they say uh, they say yes but uh, you have to to uh, uh, what you call it um you had to write down um, and and ask for it if you see what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To, to, permission. Yeah. yeah, permission. Yes. Yeah. Then so, did did did, uh, did you did you feel overawed by the the the, the I guess the stronger um, more adult players when you were playing against them or did did you did you no, enjoy it? No, it was not. It, it was no problem. Uh, I was I was playing uh, even a, a striker at that time, so I, I was uh, wee, but I was quick and and sharp. So. I think most of the the fourth division players had problems following me my pace. To be honest, <laughs> so uh, but you know, level fourth division in Norway at that time is it's not uh, it's not like Premier League if you see what I mean. But yeah. um, it it was a good side, good passing side, and and uh, and uh, a good learning uh, uh, time for me when I was when I was young. Yeah, did your um, did you did your parents sort of support you following the career in football, or did they want you to maybe do an, another job? <laughs> uh, to be honest, I had uh, my uh, my mother and my father were divorced when I was quite young, so, um, so my mother went uh, to the west coast and and we lived stayed back in in Portugal, so it maybe six seven hours away. So uh, I was a grown up with my father, and he never told me that he went to see me on games and everything. And mm. he he died quite young. He I think I was around twenty when he died, uh, and 
his friends came to me and he said, Eric, oh, your father was so proud and he he watched you in every game and he never told me anything. <laughs> <laughs> so he, was, he, he never told me that he was interested in football, but um, but uh, he supported me the way he could. But uh, he want he want me he wanted me to be an electrician, <laughs> 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 uh, and I I became one as well. I had to take the education beside my football. So um, yeah, yeah, I have something to to fall back on when I, I quit football. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, Tromso then, but when you were when you were a youngster in that side and there's more experienced players, did, did they sort of help you or were they hard on you in, in sort of training and things like that? No, I, I had a great time in Tromso, to be honest. And I had uh, the old, uh, you know, the, the old uh, Swedish national coach, coach, Tommy Svensson. Ah, yes, he, yeah. He became, he became a national coach um after my uh, uh, spell with Tromsø, I think I was there three years, and I moved. To be honest, I moved away from Tromsø because he were uh, getting the job in Sweden, and he was a fantastic coach, uh, and he made me a far better player. Uh, he believed in me. I was playing as a winger. Uh, I was playing midfield, and I really enjoyed my football. And at that time. I uh, had my first national experience. I think my first cap. Yeah, I was going. To, yeah, I was going to say about yeah. that. Was it? Was it the CIS? You, you came on. Is, is that your debut? The was that your debut? My debut uh, in in uh, we call it Soviet Union. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the old old Russia. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was my first. I think I'm not sure if it was Olymp- Olympia Stadium or what it called. Uh, in in Russia, I'm not sure, but uh, it was a way, and I came on as a sub. Uh, I remember it like it was today, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no wonder, uh, no yeah. wonder you must have been immensely proud to make your your national team debut at, at, at that young age. I was, but my my, I meant and and, and uh, many other players uh, and coaches meant as well. I should have I should have got it uh, earlier, if you see what I mean. Yeah, and uh, but at that time the the that national coach was not, she was not he was not the best. He was an old-fashioned one, and and uh, yeah, he he quitted after I think I had two games with him to be honest. Yeah, and you you came on as well. I was reading that um, you played in a, a famous win over over Italy as well. Um, can you remember that game? I can remember it very well. <laughs> I came on as a substitute in second half. Yeah, uh, and and uh, I think it was after a short spell in second half uh, they put on it came on an uh, an Italian player who looks very scary and and uh, I cannot even remember his name at the moment but he got <laughs> he was uh, I was tackled by uh, Baresi and Maldini Oof. and <laughs> when I was laying down he ca- he he took one step back and he put his stubs in my head. No way. So, uh, yeah, he he just came on thirty seconds before, came on, was sent off, and got six games. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I, I can't remember it very well, to be honest. Yeah. Dear me. Um, uh, what was his name again? I, I can't even remember his mm. name at the moment. I'll need to I, look I him up. A, ma- yeah. a maniac, by the sounds mm. of it. He, he was a, a maniac, yes. 
And I mean, you made you made you made a number of appearances for the for the national team, but then it sort of uh, went a bit dry for you. Was was there any reason for that, or were you quite uh, disappointed I, I, you couldn't continue? I had a, a injury in my hip just before we went. Uh, we were on the way to play Italy away, and um, in tra- uh, at the training ground, one of my teammates uh, we went up for a for a header, and he. Turned around in the air and his uh, elbow hit me in uh, in the hip, and I broke uh, the lower Oof. what you call it, uh, yeah, the lower rib. Yeah, yeah. And I had problems. I was out. Uh, I was out for uh, a month or or even more. And at that time, the national side went to Italy, and I, I think they played one-one. But I had uh, Mr. Drillo as a coach, national coach. Yeah. And I don't think he was. He was not too, was not too keen on uh, on uh, me as a player. I think because he had his favorites in the Olympic team, where he did really well uh, earlier before when he came became a, a national coach, and he had his favorites like you know Stiging Gibbonby who had went to Liverpool uh, yeah. and had a great uh, career and everything. Yeah. So it it was um, it was good players to compete with. That's that's how it was. Yeah, Norway. Norway at that time in the, the, the sort of mid nineties were a really good side, weren't they? I remember them at USA '94, and they had some 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 good players there um, in in that yes. squad. Um, so it would have been hard to to get a, a place in the side. And in terms of Norway um, uh, today, do you think they've got a good chance of reaching the 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 Euros next summer? Mm. I know. I think they play is it Serbia or they they might play Scotland perhaps yeah. if they, if they win. Scotland is a, an easy game. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm not going to argue with you. <laughs> no, no, I was just joking. Serbia uh, is probably a hard, uh, uh, hard one. But I, the, the good thing about Norwegian football at this time, they have some great players. They have great youngsters coming through. Yeah. Uh, like Martin Ødegaard, Joshua King is a good player. Holland is a good player. So, so I think maybe not. Maybe not this time, but the next uh, qualification, I think they will do uh, even better. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. But back back to the the club football, Eric. I know you joined uh, Viking in in 1991, and that was a great time for you by by winning the Norwegian league. Yeah, it was a great time. Uh, it was it was the uh, the year after my my uh, uh, same year as my father died. I had to move a wee bit more south mm. because I took over uh, my, the house, my family house, and everything. So it it was to come closer to uh, to uh, Porsgrunn. Even if even if it's on the west coast, it was easier for me to get uh, a plane from Salangen to to uh, nearby Porsgrunn. So that that was one of uh, the reasons why I moved uh, from Tromsø as well, and uh, we came. Into another Swedish coach called Benny Lennarsson, uh, who was really, uh, it's probably the best coach I ever had. Uh, great with young players. We we won the Norwegian league with um, I think the average age on on uh, the player squad was 23 years old. Wow. And that's yeah, wow. That is uh, he was phenomenal with uh, young players. And uh, he believed in young players. We worked really hard on the uh, the training ground. I think 
we, we almost trained too too much if you see what I mean we had the morning sessions and everything but it, it was a fantastic time yeah and a great coach yeah, um, it certainly would be winning the league is certainly no no mean feat, and you, of course he qualified for what would turn out to be the the inaugural, the first Champions League, uh, if you like. So it was an exciting yeah. time for you. Oh, it was a great time, and you know we played <laughs> we played uh, Barcelona. Yeah, I seen I seen the highlight. I watched the highlights of that game. You were unlucky not to not to go through in that game. I tell you. Yeah, that's true. That's true. To be honest, and and. Um, uh, it was a great experience, and we had uh, fifty thousand people, you know, uh, standing ovation when we went on the pitch. We they, they, we lost the goal in I think it was his, what was in the eighty six or eighty seven yeah. minute with uh, a header by uh, Amor. Amor, it? I think yeah. it was. Yeah. Mm. Uh, but there were so many good players, or national players, uh, on the on each uh, position. So uh, I, I even uh, I even made a uh, a joke to all my my teammates, and I, because you know at that time every player had uh, you know hockey hair and everything, long hair. <laughs> and uh, I said to to uh, to the players before we went out, that if we lose with less than three goals, you can cut my hair. Any way you want, <laughs> and <laughs> and there were one player to remember it, <laughs> and he was not even playing. So in the dressing room after the game, <laughs> it was a it was a good laugh. It was a good laugh. Yeah, so, what, and a and a good memory. Yeah, it certainly was. What what was what was it like walking out at the at the new camp in Barcelona and and playing in in that sort of arena and that sort of stadium. I, yeah, it was uh, it, it was amazing to be honest. And even when you when you start walking in, the the, the Barca players had their own uh, uh, cathedral in on the right side. So every player went in to yeah, you know uh, yeah yeah and they went out again and <laughs> and we were just like <laughs> wow. <laughs> It was that kind of uh, uh, of a game you were you watching up to you Stoichkov, uh, Mikael Raulaudrup, uh, with so many good players, and and we we did uh, give them a hard time. So it, it, it was uh, you know it, an experience you never forget. Yeah, certainly, and of course you ran them really close, nil nil in the return leg in Norway. So, I mean, you you were really close to to to, to putting them out, which would have been it would have been some achievement for you boys. Even a draw was was a great was a great result in in a way. Yeah, yeah, we played really well again, and we should have scored uh, in that game as well. But the the the, the, the most uh, the best thing I remember from that game was before the game, uh, uh, we played on the old uh, Stavanger Stadium. And the, and the grass had never been shorter. It, it was uh, it was uh, autumn, uh, wet, heavy pitch, and the grass has never been shorter. And Cruyff came on to the pitch, walked around, and said, "No, no, no, we cannot play here. <laughs> the, the grass is too long." <laughs> and he just went off the pitch again. I was complaining to the referee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a, it was a long way from home. That was for sure. Uh, yeah, yeah, and I think the grass in Norway is different, kind of different from the from the Spanish uh, grass. Yeah, just because a little we bit. We have winter and cold. Yeah, so now we were having a good laugh. 
<laughs> Excellent stuff. Uh, of course, you, you you mentioned there you, you, your your career there was maybe interrupted a bit with the the injury, the hip injury that you you sustained for a bit, and then um, you rejoined. Was it was it odds for a year in in '94, and then then back to Viking, then the the move to Dundee United comes about. Um, how how did all that? Yeah. How did how 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 did all that interest happen? How when did you learn of Dundee United's interest? Uh, to be honest, I I, uh, uh, I think they were uh, the chairman were, uh, went to see and 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 it was um, I don't I think it was the chairman uh, who went there to see uh, uh, one player at uh, Molde. We played against Molde, and one player in our team, Kenneth. Uh, but after the game, I got a phone call from uh, an agent. I think it was Shell's agent, to be honest. Yeah. And asked if I was interested in coming to Scotland to to uh, have a talk and, and and have a test game. So after what I've heard after uh, that game, that because I was arguing with. Uh, I think the chairman thought it was my own manager, but it was the opposite team's manager, Olga Harreide, who is now in coach in Denmark. Yeah. So I was arguing with him, telling <laughs> telling him to <laughs> <laughs> something. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I mean, but that was me as a player. I was arguing with everyone, everywhere, <laughs> uh, just as long as we could win the games. So. I think that was the 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 main part that he they took uh, contact with me. They want they want players that actually, yeah, maybe that's, he thought saw me as a as a winner. I don't know. Yeah, certainly. I remember you watching you when 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 you played for Dundee United. You certainly were were, were a battler. Um, did you did you have you heard did you heard of Dundee United before they they approached you at all? Were you aware of them? To be honest, I, I did not know much about uh, Scottish football at all. You know, everybody knows about Celtic and Rangers, Hearts, because there have some uh, been some Norwegian players there, Hibernian. Uh, I've heard about them United, but I, I didn't know anything about them, to be honest. Yeah, so and that was a good experience for me. Yeah, certainly. So, so you went over there. But did did it help that that, that Shell and and Lars were, were over there and joined at around about the same time as well? Did that sort of help you settle in? Oh yes, no doubt, no doubt. Uh, the the, the strange part was that Shell was on his way to my club where I was playing Viking. Uh, I didn't know that they were watching him in in Moss at that time, uh, and we went over to to Scotland and we had a really hard uh, program in Norway. We played uh, three games during that week, and the last game was the uh, Rosenborg away on Sunday. And we came over to Scotland and, and were asked to play in a in a, uh, as a trialist game with the reserves. I think it was against the firm line at home. So it, it was a a tough game because you you were not in the best shape after the Rosenborg. Just two days after the Rosenborg game, and, yeah. and but we did really well both both Shell and me. And uh, Lars came I think a, a week later and did really well as well. So so. The three Scandinavians together. I think it was very good for the dressing room to get new faces in, um, and they had a lot of great players uh, at that time as well. So I, I think they just needed a kick in the in the back. If you see what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Because so, they were at the bottom. 
Yeah. Yeah, then, then Big Seab came later on. He he made he made a difference as a difference as well. Yeah, we've had him on as well, Seab Dykstra. He's a he's a character as well. He's a he's a big likable guy as well. Um, yeah. Was did you did what was the was it hard to adjust to the language because I know your English is very good, Eric. But um, in Dundee, they can they can speak a bit different to to uh, to normal English. First of all, in the dressing room, we were, we we uh, the Scandinavians never spoke uh, Norwegian. Uh, that's I think it's fair to the Scottish players and and uh, to, to to speak the language and and so you don't get any uh, looks and they think we're talking about them and everything. So yeah. I think that, that's credit to to us for for uh, for speaking Scottish all the time. Uh, but the language is no problem at all. We are we grow up with with English in in school and you learn you learn early. In school, so the, the one I had problems with was uh, Andy McLaren. I think it took <laughs> three, or, three or four weeks before I understood a word of what he was saying. He was he was talking fast, and he was talking with you know with this Glasgow accent. And I, I said, uh, Andy, if you're gonna talk to me, you have to take talk slow and uh, understandable. <laughs> so it took I, I think it took one month before I understood what he was uh, was saying. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, but. Uh, I, I must say, and that's a compliment to 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 the Scots that uh, Scottish language. I have. I'm not sure if I'm. I'm I, I I get problems when I say this now because my my uh, I, I'm going to get a hard time. My wife to be. She loves Scottish uh, language, and uh, she's been watching this. Uh, you know this uh, Netflix uh, series uh, Outlander. Ah uh, yes, yes. Have you, have yeah. you heard? Oh. And she phoned me up at any time. Eric, can you speak some Scottish to me? Can you speak Scottish? I love Scottish. So I told her I'm going to t- I'm I'm going to say this to um, on the on the podcast. I told her, and she's all the time. And after the series uh, was, uh, she she I think she saw the first three uh, seasons, and then uh, yeah. she phoned me up. Eric, I'm think I'm going into a depression. I cannot see and watch any uh, Outlander anymore. I had to wait for the fourth season. <laughs> you know, you know, she, she loves Scottish. So I, I do not think I can uh, bring her over to Scotland because I'm afraid of uh, she's run away with a Scottish. <laughs> see what I mean? Yeah, best, best, best langu- to keep her out with. And your language, Derek, you have the best Scottish uh, uh, language yeah. uh, voice ever. Yeah, best, be- best not to voice. bring her over. Yeah, I know. I had to. I had to get married first. <laughs> yeah, do that first of all. <laughs> no, no, but but Scottish is it is it's just a it's just a nice country and nice people and uh, a great language, I think. Yeah, it certainly, it certainly is that. Um, you played, of course, under uh, Tommy McLean was was a manager at the time. How how did you find him? How did you find him as a coach? Yeah, I th- I think uh, Tommy was he was uh, hard. He was uh, most of the time fair. Uh, he was good, uh, a good tactical uh, manager, I think. But sometimes he was so angry that if you put a, a fire stick to him, I think he would have exploded. <laughs> he, he had some, yeah. Or we, I had one great memory. We played um, Queen of South. Is it? Is yeah. it? No. Is it Queens Park or Queen of South who uh, plays on, on normally on uh, on the uh, on uh, Hampton? Oh, Queens Park. Queens Park. Queens Park. Yeah. yeah. We played Queen's Park in, um, I think it was the FA Cup uh, down there, away. 
and the manager said before the game that Eric, you have to cover up for Morris. Morris started to get old. If you say a little, little bit, little bit slower, uh, and he said, Eric, you have to cover up for Morris. And I said, oh, sure, no problem. And in the first half, I was more on on the opposite uh, side. If you see what I mean, I was I went up to to attack and everything. I had this shot in the in the post, and I was really happy when I came out, uh, came into the dressing room. And uh, I watched Gaffa's face. I think it was we were two one up in uh, in the first half or something. And Gaffa came over to me and he said, "You and you, V Eric, you're the fucking cancer of this team." <laughs> 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 and I was really happy. I had his run, uh, attacking runs all the time. I was really happy. And he came on. And you, be Eric, you're the fucking cancer of this team. <laughs> you either play in my way or you don't play at all. So, <laughs> How did you react? What, what did you do when you said that? Yeah, did you just start I, laughing? I was, I was, there was a lot of things going through my mind. And yeah, I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. Better, better no, uh, better no answer. <laughs> but I said okay, no problem. And then um, so, the, the Scottish football as well, Eric. Did you did you notice much of a difference to what you were used to in, in Norway? Did it, um, or did you did you find it sort of much the same? The pace is far. Uh, the pace of the game is is played far more faster than in in Norway, to be honest. And and that was maybe the the. The biggest difference, I think, uh, Scottish football uh, suits me very well. You, you run a lot, you 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 fight a lot. Uh, you you you're quick in your head, you're quick in your feet. So you have to be on all the time, and uh, you know the passion that Scottish players put on to that pitch. It's unbelievable. Uh, something to, something to for us uh, in uh, in our country to learn uh, a lot of. And uh, I was sometimes I was uh, surprised that uh, you know some players could go during the whole week, not do much on the training ground, and when you come to 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 Saturday or uh, Saturday's game, they really switched on and they were running, <laughs> they were running yeah. very much. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I think Scottish football is uh, uh, it did suits me uh, well. And I think Scandinavian people uh, adapt really uh, easily to the Scottish game because it's quite similar to the Norwegian, though it goes a wee bit faster. Yeah, and I mean, the Dundee United supporters seem to love you early on and, uh, of course, they induct you into the, the Hall of Fame in, in 2011. What, 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 did that sort of help you um, settle in as well and help you play well when the fans were so supportive of you? It's... it's uh... I, in in every club I have been to, I have always had a good uh, relationship to the fans, and I think it becomes uh, more and more important that the players after the game go and say thank you to the fans and and show that they really love them and and they uh, appreciate the support the fans are giving you because during the game, it's your it's your twelfth. Man, if you see what I mean. Yeah. And if you go in there, you put 100% uh, into the game. The fans uh, will love you and they will support you and they will give you credit. And and I think that was the main thing that happened in the United that the players uh, did get the good results was because the good relationship to the fans. The fans really stood up for for the players and and supported them even in away games. So. Um, 
I had a great time with the fans, and uh, still I get uh, uh, great feedbacks from the fans. Uh, they send you these messages when you have birthday and everything. So that that's something I really miss, to be honest. It, it's that uh, you can you can walk through Dundee in the streets, and they come over to you and talk to you and and uh, tell you how how uh, how they. Uh, uh, like you because you're so uh, give us feedbacks, give us uh, shows that you love us. If you see what I mean, and, yeah. and that's why I always went to the crowd before the game to you know to they give me something and 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 uh, I wanted to show them that uh, I wanted to give them something back to appreciate them. Yeah, you certainly did that. And um, in terms of the the games that you played in in term, uh, when you played Rangers and Celtic, the old firm games, did you enjoy playing in in, in those in those games? Oh, oh yes. Nobody, nobody really expects you to win against those teams, and and that's that give you a wee bit more energy to be an underdog, if you see what I mean. And and the players, we had a really good. I think we played best against the Rangers. I think we beat them four out of seven or something at my spell. Celtic we had more problems with, but even in those games we played some really good games, and and uh, at Tannadice we give them a hard time, I think in every game. So uh, Celtic and Rangers are, are special games. Uh, maybe sometimes I I have thought about those games later on, and I think there are more. It's easier to play against Rangers and Celtic because they they calm down more with the ball and they pass the ball more. When you play Aberdeen, you play Hearts. There, there are more fighting and, and uh, maybe more difficult to to uh, get the ball moving around. But uh, yeah. Rangers, good games for Dundee United. Yeah, and and the Dundee derby. What was your experience of playing Dundee? I I, I don't think I uh, had uh, the experience. To be honest, I think I was injured. Are you injured in those I, games? I, yeah, I think they were. In, I think they were down in the first uh, first time I went over, and they were promoted. But I think I was injured, so I don't. I, I don't think I played in any one of them. Mm. Uh, to I be mean, honest, yeah, th- I can. I can't remember. <laughs> it was. Uh, I mean, it's a str- Did you find it strange when you when you joined and um, your 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 city rivals are just about uh, fifty yards up the street, and the two stadiums are so close together? <laughs> yeah. Very strange, and I, I, when I speak to my sons and and my friends in in Norway, I say very strange in in just 100 meters between the the stadiums, and they are in in uh, yeah. in the uh, same as playing in in Premier League, uh, both of them, and uh, it's it's quite strange. It's it's I never I never <laughs> I never heard that two teams are so close. Uh, Maybe maybe uh, Milan, the two Milan teams at San Siro, but uh, it's it was a new experience for me. Yeah, it certainly uh, would be an eye opener if you weren't been aware of that beforehand. Um, but it was good. I was reading as well, Eric. That, did you get a, a Dundee United tattoo? Is that right? That's right. Wow. It's on my uh, on my right arm, and that's the only one I have. To be honest, it, it, it means. Uh, uh, that spell with United meant a lot to me. Uh, I very good memories, and I had a great time with the fans, the club, the players. Uh, uh, 
understand. I I I don't have a, a bad word to to say about the. Uh, but uh, then United. Yeah, and when the time came that you, you you left the club, were you disappointed to leave? I know you were sort of injured for a little bit again when when you left in '99. Uh, yeah, to be honest, I uh, had a, a good uh, chat with the chairman, and uh, some of my uh, injury problems were related to bad uh, physio uh, and doctor treatment in the club uh, I went to see a specialist and he was uh, told to fuck off by the doctor and the physiotherapist <laughs> and I knew what the injury was they didn't want to listen so I went home for pre-season they said just rest and we are 100% sure when you come back no problem and I started pre-season that season with the same injury uh, I could not uh, walk or run for almost four days, played games, same four days went on. So I only played games, I did not uh, practice at all. So it was uh, quite a hard season and it would uh, not be a problem if the uh, treatment were right. So I went to the chairman, he wanted me to sign a new contract and um, uh, he wanted to give me the same contract, who was not really a good contract uh, from the beginning of. And I said, uh, I have played in every game. I have uh, been a, a good uh, team player. Uh, I think I have uh, deserved a better contract. And uh, he tried to to get me to sign on the same contract. And I said, I'm sorry, I am not interested to sign that contract. And then he get a wee bit angry and say, yeah, well, how much do you want? And I say, if you come up with the same contract I had last time, I don't think you really want me to, to stay on. So I'm sorry, I had to say no. Uh, so I just went. And, and that's because I don't like people when they try me. Instead of giving you, Eric, I want to give you this because you're worth it. Yeah. But he wanted to, to get me as uh, cheap as possible. And he wanted me to sign a contract that was the same as the one I had. I, I meant myself that I have proved uh, to have that I deserved a better contract. Yeah. So that's why it that's why it ended. Yeah. And, and I was sad for it, but sometimes you have to stay. You have to stay with the 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 word you say. So. Yeah, you I said. I told him that I won't sign. Mm. Yeah, you certainly do stick stick to your word. That's for sure. Um, so, so you returned to to Norway, of course, to to, to Odd to Eric, and um, you won the Norwegian Cup as well there. But that was another sort of great experience for you. Oh, it was. I was. I, I thought that the uh, train had left, <laughs> but uh, to be honest, it was it was uh, a great time playing cup final with my you know my first uh, big club. So uh, it was really a good experience. The only. The only problem was that it was against my old club, Viking, <laughs> in the final. Yeah, yeah, I, I knew yeah. all the players, I knew the coach. <laughs> so, uh, And the good thing was that some of the young players that I played with, I, I told them before the game that, I'm sorry, uh, sorry lads, this is uh, my opportunity to win and we're going to win. You have uh, chances uh, later on. And, and they won the year after. So it was, uh, it was uh, a good... A good uh, time for me. 
Yes, certainly was. And when the time came that you uh, hung up, you hung up your boots, Eric. Did did you feel the time was right to to retire from the game? Uh, I had so uh, so much problem. I was thirty eight. Uh, I had I was a, a playing uh, coach, uh, assistant coach with uh, with the the coach now who's coaching Odgrenno. Uh, and I had a great spell, but I had so much problem with my pelvic because they played their games on uh, AstroTorf. And, uh, you know, my my body was made for grass and, and uh, stuff like that. So young players growing up with AstroTorf, no problem for mm-hmm. me. Uh, I, I did get uh, pelvic problems. So I had to quit, to be honest, because I was uh, taking too much uh, tablets and, and I could not... Uh, practice uh, so much that I wanted. Yeah, and were you always thinking about going into the, the coaching once you retired? Was that always something that you wanted to do? Uh, no, to be honest, <laughs> I did not. Uh, I, as a player, I, I I know what I, I wanted to be uh, as, a, as a coach. It, it came... Uh, it, it came too quick on me. I didn't... I didn't... Uh, I didn't uh, I had no dreams. I had no targets uh, at all. But what I did, I went into coaching my uh, oldest son's team, and they were probably eight or nine at that time. And I followed them in seven, seven or eight years. And some of them are now playing in, in Premier League in Norway. So, um, so it, it good experience, good uh, good kids, uh, and they had a uh, had a great team at that time. Yeah, and uh, I mean, a few years ago, I was reading as well, Eric, that you had a sort of a tough time with uh, a couple of operations as well to remove uh, cancer from your leg. That must have been that must have been tough for you. Yes, it was. It, it, it's always tough when you get that uh, message. But uh, I have to thank my uh, girlfriend again because she was the one pushing me to go to the doctor, and she has she has. Uh, had problems herself with cancer, I think two times now, and uh, she pushed me because I I didn't know I I did not even know the name of my doctor if you see what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, she pushed me to go, and I'm very happy for that today because it it wouldn't have ended so well if she didn't push me, and um, I it took uh, yeah an operation and and removed some of my uh, back uh, tie. And no problem with it today. To be honest, I I, I went to control for three three years. I think it was uh, once uh, once every third week take tests. Uh, and, and today I have no problem with it. So so it, yeah, it's, it was a scary time. But uh, there are people who have been in more trouble than me. To be honest. Yeah, well, fingers crossed that you're uh, you're continuing to be on the mend now. Um, Eric, I was, I was going to um, ask as well regarding um, your career in terms of uh, opponents that you faced and, and the best player that you played with. If you could possibly pick one, uh, who would who would that be? I I want to be honest, and I've been man marking Ledrup, Di Canio, but I thought maybe the uh, the hardest one to to reach was uh, Henrik Larsson. Yeah, he was all right. Uh, yeah, I think so. I th- <laughs> I, that was the, the one who gave me more uh, uh, trouble. Uh, 
Di Canio, I knew something about before. Laudrup, I knew he was my favorite player uh, when I was a little bit older. I, al- I always admire uh, Brian Laudrup. He good team player, uh, good player off the pitch, good human being. Yeah. But Henrik Larsson, I didn't, I didn't knew so much about. I, I, I didn't, I have not seen him so much. Uh, later, after I quitted football, I saw him, but uh, he, he was, a, he was a good player, to be honest. But Gascoigne was uh, fun to to meet. Uh, when you play Italy, you you I tried to body check uh, Vialli, and uh, wow, he, was he was rock he was rock hard to be honest. <laughs> I gave everything, and I was just he he almost stopped and and uh, you know I brushed me away. <laughs> uh, yeah, he was really hard. He was rock hard. Uh, so there has been many good players. Uh, I, th- I would I would think that the the Barcelona game and the Italy game with so many star players were 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 a highlight in my career to be honest. Yeah. Uh, do, do you, did you do you have any sort of players shirts in your in your loft or your attic that you you've collected over the years at all? I yeah I was lucky to to uh, you know Toto Silacci. Wow, he was class. He he came on uh, he came on as a sub. In the in the national game when we beat uh, Italy two one, and yeah. I was so lucky to get his uh, strip. Yeah. Well, he was a star, especially so, Italian. Yeah, he he came. Yeah, he was the, he was uh, go, uh, top scorer I think in yeah. that World Cup. Yeah. And uh, my son now, my youngest son, he's twelve. Uh, he's a he's a footballer as well. He he's got that in his room, I think. Yeah. Quite happy with that. <laughs> yeah, yes, you certainly would be exactly excellent stuff. So, Eric, what what is it? What is it you're up to um, nowadays? Um, I'm still working in uh, a company called ABB, a big company uh, worldwide. I think they even had a, a office in in the D when I lived there. I'm, I'm not sure if they have it uh, these days, but uh, uh, big company. Uh, can use a lot of my football experience to, to you know your teamwork and and stuff like that. So yeah. it's it's a it's a uh, I, I'm very happy with that uh, work. Uh, mm, appreciate that work, and I'm coaching my youngest son uh, Marius. Uh, they are now next year. They will be thirteen. So coaching them is good fun as well. Fantastic, excellent stuff. You said you you're getting married as well soon. Is that is that is that right? No, I was I was just she was <laughs> me all the time. No, you know that's why I was a little bit wee bit too. Uh, <laughs> she's gonna go in. She's gonna go in and listen to this and Eric, when you're gonna marry me? You know, uh, she's gonna be after me all the time, and I have to speak Scottish if you know what I mean. <laughs> She's going to put pressure on me there, <laughs> Really put pressure on me. Eric, if you, don't, if you don't speak Scottish to me, I won't make love to you. <laughs> oh, your Scottish is spot on. She doesn't need to go to Scotland. Your Scottish is absolutely fantastic, Eric. <laughs> That's great, man. That's great. I love to speak Scottish, to be honest. So I think, I think I'm going to... Maybe you can arrange a, a, a marriage at uh, Fort William. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll sort that out. Don't you worry. <laughs> you can be my best man. <laughs> it's a deal. <laughs> Excellent stuff. Oh, Eric, that, that, that'll do us there. That has been an absolute pleasure talking to you. I wish I could talk all night. Um, but thanks very much for, for joining us on, on the podcast. 
Thank you. You're, you're very welcome, Derek, and uh, all the best. Well, that was episode 25 of the Talking Fitball podcast with Eric Pedersen. I hope you enjoyed it. Thanks very much for listening. Remember, you can catch any episode you've missed on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, Podbean, and by visiting DerekClarkSport.co.uk. We're on Twitter, of course, at Talking underscore Football, as well as Facebook. I hope you can join me again next week for another top interview. But until then, bye for now. Bye for now.